Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Sirius XM Radio presents, in conjunction with House of Athlete, I Am Athlete Tonight. What up, what up, what up, everyone? Hope everyone is having a great end to the work week on this Freaky Friday. This is I Am Athlete Tonight. I am your host, Emmy Award-winning sports analyst, CBS sports analyst, and 10-year NFL defining Lee Doosable, and you know I'm with my squad, a loyal Pittsburgh Steeler fan and former WNBA guard who is a social media phenom for her trick shot challenge. The most educated person on this program, everybody's favorite auntie, Auntie Chantel Trimeter, and a South Beach super journalist who is a graduate of Florida A&M and a man who will never utter a negative word since he left, you know, doing the columnist work about the Miami Dolphins. Omar Kelly, how's everybody doing tonight? You know what? I mean, you got to throw right about the whole um, intelligent, educated person on the on the show. But thank you very much for that. Appreciate that. But, you know, I said yesterday I was going to I was going to come on today. Right, nephews. And, and I was going to talk about, you know, if anyone broke the plane the flight protocol last night oh that's right that's right go go story time and early in the story. first I like of all it. yeah and one if you're gonna go first class like don't sit in the first row because you have a wall in front of you i couldn't stretch out my legs you know i'm only five seven but yeah. still but the man sat next to me you know he was pretty cool but now it's 11 30 we're getting ready to take off and he turns on the um the screen so I'm like, oh, hell. So 11.30 at night, right? Because we want to paint yes. the picture, auntie. We want to paint the Absolutely. picture. Absolutely. And so I'm like, oh, hell, you know what? Let me go and take my z my melatonin, try to knock mm. myself out a little bit because this man going to make me mad. Where your, your mask at, auntie? Oh, I had the mask on because the person behind me was coughing. The no, second no, no, no. Oh, I'm talking oh, about, about like your eye mask. Like the, oh, no. The beauty, no, no, yeah, no, no. You know what mask. becomes my mask is my hoodie. Ah, oh, okay. yeah, I wear a small, but my hoodie was 2X. So that's my blanket slash uh, head mask, everything. Yeah, cover your eyes and all that. Yeah. And so now I'll say this. um, that He didn't break the plane flight protocol. But you know who did? Uh-oh, who did? The damn flight attendants. Oh, Because no. the first 30 minutes of the flight, everybody trying to sleep, and they up there talking, having a whole conversation. They talking about Burger King. They talking about food they going to get when they get home. How many uh, legs they did on this trip. Then four o'clock in the morning when everybody sleep, uh, we get somebody coming over the uh, um, intercom. Ladies and gentlemen, are there any medical emergency medical personnel on the plane? Can you please come to the front of the plane? And I'm like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. This story so, took a left. <laughs> right. So the man sitting in on the other side on one D on the other side of the aisle got up. And they thought he was having a heart attack. He started no. convulsing. He started sheezing like an older man. And like three doctors ran up to the front of the plane. They were trying to get him right. And and he was like, well, I took a COVID test this morning. And I'm like, wait a minute, Heffa, what are you doing on this plane if you're taking a COVID test? Christ. I had to mask up twice. But he said it was negative. But anyway, so they finally got him back to his seat. Then he had to get up and go to the bathroom and needed three people to help him go to the restroom. It was ridiculous. Then when we're, when we're pulling into Atlanta, um, there's two ambulances that are right next to the plane. What? There's like four EMTs that are ready to come onto the plane. They rush on the plane. And then you know, then they take him off in a wheelchair. And I'm like, he just wanted to have a ride off the wheelchair. Wasn't nothing wrong with him but a little bit of blood pressure going up and he was dehydrated. No, so I look, don't do that. <laughs> it, look, if you're sick, 
don't get on the plane. That's breaking breaking flight etiquette. Oh, etiquette. that is breaking flight protocol rule. If Hello. you're sick, don't get on no damn get flight. Get your ass that, off. That's the easiest to... way to get sick. I, I right. story time. Let me let me extend the story time. So, you guys all know, and it's not even recent now. Honestly, the time is. You believe it was a July when I got engaged? That's like almost what six months now. Man, time flies. Man. So we were flying out to Italy, right? And um. And like most of the people were masked up. The airlines, you know, overseas, they get a little bit more strict than they are. Right, here. They're not playing they, with us. They don't play that, right? So we were we were masked up. It, like like Auntie would say, we was in first class. You know, come on. It was a big Flex. week. It was a big week. Yeah. It was a week, big week for me. You know, I was about to get engaged. So we had we while we're waiting in line to get on the plane, there is a young lady and she keeps just coughing, coughing, barely covering her mouth. And I'm like, no. dog, Lord, please, just whatever you do, Lord, just don't put her anywhere near us. Right. Sure enough, Auntie, we get on a plane with everybody else in first class, and then there's a few empty seats, right? And you know what happens after that, Auntie? What do they do? They upgrade people, upgrade right? Upgrade you. Sure enough, Auntie, guess where this young upgrade. lady was sitting? Coughaholic sitting next to you. No, right in front of us. So, you know, oh, in a plane, the air going backwards. The air going backwards. Oh! Auntie, when I tell you that me and my, she weren't my fiance yet, she was four days later, but we started right. feeling bad about, you know, COVID was that 48 hour incubation period Hello. or whatever. Yeah. Three days later, we throwing up in the room sick. So half of, half of my trip in Italy, we was, we was down bad. We was down bad. I would have taken her picture. Sure enough, though, you know, when we got back to the States, we had COVID. Mm, this mm, girl mm. gave us COVID on the damn plane. And the airline had a rule that you had to wear your mask and she kept taking her mask off. No. Like, does it make any damn sense for you to be taking your mask off when you coughing up and down? And it's like, when you fly international, like we wear our masks and I have shields, right? But when you fly in eight, nine hours, you can't have that on the whole time. You got to drink water. High. You got to use the yeah, bathroom. Y'all had gotta a mask eat. and shields and y'all still caught still, COVID. Still got, because got COVID. That, that, that little small time that we right. had to eat, Nah, yeah, no, nah, because it, it'd be it's too odd. much. I would, I would, I would have asked. Seeing her, I mean, I don't know what they would have done, but I would have asked them. Man, when you fly in and ask, you got to be careful. You can't just get too rowdy because you, yeah. you never yeah. had to stop in Morocco. You know what right. I'm saying? We ain't trying to get taken off the plane in Morocco. They, they, they kick you <laughs> right. off the plane in Morocco. Yeah, you, right. you might not ever get back. Right. It might but if be you get, over yeah, if you stick, like stay off the plane. And also, you know, it's even worse at nighttime, right, dudes? Because when you when you got 300 people on the plane and at least a hundred of them are sleeping with their mouth open. Exactly. <sighs> so air, all that just getting, all circul- judged, just getting auntie. circulated up there in the airways, man. Right. So we're going to see on Monday if, if auntie's out and y'all like, damn y'all auntie done messed around and got COVID knock on wood. But it was, it was old boy on the yeah. plane. Huh? That, listen, you know. those flights, that's, that's an incubator for illness. And I don't oh. care what they say. Well, uh, I know uh, this. They don't circulate. They circulate the air. They don't break, let in new air. Exactly. And let out bad air. No. Well, speaking of air, somebody was airing it out yesterday. Dudes, you know, we said somebody wasn't going to lead his squad to the to the little win. What we talking about football today? You know, we're going to go ahead and get into that. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. So we got a really good show, y'all. Let's go ahead and get it cracking. The NFL was not the only league to witness an insane finish last night. The NBA had one as well. We'll talk about which game that was. We'll preview some of the marquee matchups taking place this Sunday. One of them is a battle of two young quarterbacks that will always be tied together because they were in the same draft class. We'll talk about that. And we'll give you our lock picks for NFL Sunday. But first, Auntie mm. kind of alluded to it, man. Last night, Thursday night football between the Las Vegas Raiders and L.A. Rams. There's so much to decipher in this game. But Auntie and Omar, we're gonna go straight to the end of the game because that's where the, the you right. know the fireworks happen, right? Baker right. Mayfield pulled out some late game heroics as the Rams rallied late to beat the undisciplined Raiders. Now Mayfield led his team on a 98 yard drive to win this game. Here is what it sounded like on Rams Radio Network. 15 seconds. Mayfield flings it left side end zone. Caught! Wow! Caught! Caught by Van Jefferson. With nine seconds remaining, touchdown, L.A. 16 up, and a Mackey extra point can win it. Mm, Rams Radio Network was lit, Auntie, wasn't they? <laughs> yeah, they were. They were. They was hyped over there. What's now going put, on over there? Let's put this into perspective, right? 
Baker Mayfield was 0-22 in his career as a starter when trailing by 13 or more points. But mm. this was the second time he's led a 13-point comeback off the bench. Let's not forget, I believe in 2018, he erased a 14-point deficit in his NFL debut in, in that game. I think they ultimately lost that game, but, I, uh, but this was the first time he actually won a game. So there's so much to decipher in this game. Let's break it down, right? This game should have been over at halftime. Right. right. Uh, the Raiders settled too many times in the red zone for field goals. Devontae Adams had three catches for 71 yards in the first half, Auntie. Mm-hmm. Guess what he finished the game with? Please don't tell me less than 75 yards. Three catches, 71 damn yards, oh, Auntie. Come on. Josh McDaniels. What the hell was that last right. night? Let's just break down how the Raiders allowed the Rams to to, to come back and win and not only allow the Rams to come back and win, allow the quarterback that ain't even been there for two days right. come and beat you. Right. Thir- I believe the score was 13 to three at half. I'm not mistaken. Let's not forget right before going into half, the Raiders had a chance to extend the game, right? Um, their car kind of gets pushed up on throws the ball. It was almost like a balloon that he let, let out right. his hand gets picked off doing. in the red zone. In, in the end zone. You cannot yeah. turn the ball over in the red zone. That's a cardinal sin. That's how you lose a game quick as hell. There, at worst, Auntie should have been 16 to three going right. into half, right? Josh Jacobs messed up his hand in this game, right? But yet, Josh McDaniels, the head coach for the, the Raiders, was acting like, and it's not even a dig at the person I'm about to take a dig at. It was almost like he had Zach Wilson at quarterback, the way he called that second half game. I mean, Devontae mm-hmm. Adams was cooking. Uh, Jalen Ramsey that first half and this dude they did not get him the ball at all the second half like you got to be inventive in ways you move him around and just find ways for Derek Carter to find Devontae Adams easily they didn't get Foster Moreau the tight end involved in the game they really didn't get anybody but it really was like Mac Hollins uh, was the number one receiver on that team because they were giving this dude end rounds they were giving him catches in the middle of the field but you got the best damn receiver in football that had 71 yards at half, and you don't force feed him the second half, and the Rams know you are a running football team. Like, right. it was ridiculous. But besides all that, right, let's talk about how undisciplined this damn team is. Right, I talked about it. Baker Mayfield needed two long drives to win that game last night. The 98-yard one was one. Let's talk about the drive before that, Auntie. Right? They, the, the Raiders' defense stopped them with about seven minutes left on the clock. I believe the score was still uh, – I believe at that time it was 16-3, to three, right? So the Raiders are about to punt the ball away, right? Seven, about seven minutes on the clock, about seven and a half on the clock, right? Cleveland, Keelan, uh, Cleveland Farrell, right? Their former first round pick, who's no longer starting. He's on special teams. He jumps off damn side on fourth and three and allows the Rams to get another first down. They keep the ball there. And of course, you know what happens when that happens, right, Auntie? They go on right. the score. But let's not forget, after Ke- uh, Cleveland Farrell jumped offside on another third down, right? It was third. I believe it was third and three. Max Crosby jumps off sides, right? Another first down and Baker Mayfield in the offense score, right? You're still, you're still only down 16, 10, right? You done screwed me and our producer clip over as far as the spread. Cause the spread was six and a half points. You're already in the wrong with that, right? You, you messed up twice, undisciplined, jumped off side twice and one on fourth down, one on third down. Right. You got to know in those situations that Max Crosby, you've been coming off the edge, creating havoc. They're going to try to slow you down in that situation. Right. They're going to double cadence you. You jumped off sides. You got to play a lot of football. You know, you're one of the best defensive ends of football. You, you can't do that in that situation. Let's go on to that last drive, Auntie. Right. 98 yards. Great punt by the the special teams for the Raiders. Right. I mean, Matt Collins is down there doing the gritty and everything because they, they've downed the ball at the two yard line. Right. Coming out of that. They get a sack. Max Crosby gets a sack, right? Jerry Tillery, what the hell are you doing, bro? You go knock the ball out of damn Baker Mayfield's hand and get a personal foul. Now, they let you get away with one earlier when you were at the bottom of the pile and you were pushing dudes at the bottom of the pile. Their warning was right there. Game on the line. Be smart, right? Like, people are wondering, well, maybe this is why the Chargers got rid of this dude because ever since he's been with the Raiders, Auntie, he's been cooking. Jerry Tillery has been balling. But that was just a bonehead play. And as a player, you know, you cannot do certain things like that to hurt your team because that essentially would hurt his team. So they were essentially, they sacked, they sacked them, right, Nancy? They had no timeouts, the Rams, right? So not only did Tillery get the personal foul, but that stops the clock, Nancy. So they get 15 yards and it stops the clock. What happens next? 
Um, Baker Mayfield throws up a 50-50 jump ball, right, to Ben uh, Skornik, and he goes up and dunks on somebody for about 40 yards. Now the Rams got life. Again, being undisciplined, they got life. And then it came down to about about 15 seconds left on the clock. They're at the 23-yard line going in to try to score to win this game, right? Patrick Graham, the defensive coordinator, he goes one robber. And for everybody listening that doesn't know what one robber is, that's man man coverage on the outside, one high safety, the other high safety, the other uh, safety drops down and plays like a robber technique. He helps on with the slot guy, right? I didn't get it. So I talked to a few defensive guys. I asked, why the hell would he call one robber? A lot of them were baffled that he did call it. One guy broke it down to me. They were trying to buy the protection for Max Crosby to ensure that he had one-on-one with Havenstein because he'd been cooking them all day. I get that. I just I just think with no timeouts, they throw that ball in the middle of the field, Omar and Auntie, it's hard-pressed for them to be able to get up and spike it with enough time, right? So it's like, just play two shell, play the two deep safeties, play, co- play cover four in that situation because if you tackle them in bounds, right, they got to get everybody up. They may only have one second left on the clock to throw off, throw another play. There was just so many miscues by the Raiders. And we talked about McDaniels, right? I believe they threw the ball six times the whole second half. They mm. auntie, they auntie no more. I think they they thought they had a a thirty point lead in the game the way they was playing that game last night. Again, Josh Jacobs, you run him into yards. the damn ground, and you know the Rams know you're running the football, and they're stacking the box. And Devonta Adams had seventy one yards at half. How the hell did he not get 13 targets the second half? It was just nonsense. Let's 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 go ahead and listen to, to the Raiders head coach Josh McDaniels about this gut-wrenching loss. We didn't finish the game. That's the reality. You know, uh, I thought we were ready to play. I thought we, you know, we competed. Um, you know, we got off to a decent start and then we just didn't we didn't capitalize, you know. And the bottom line is is until we until we figure out how to, you know, stop losing games with mistakes that we, you know, we do ourselves, then it makes it very difficult to win. Yeah. Uh, really? You think? <laughs> uh, you, you think you're up 16-3 in that game? Three stupid penalties keep them in the game. And then on defense, you go in man coverage with the game on the line and didn't even blitz. It'd be one thing if you blitz to force the quarterback to throw the ball out of his hands quick. You didn't even blitz on that play. So let me ask you this, Auntie. What is worse, losing to a quarterback that just arrived there 48 hours ago or losing to a coach who was at ESPN and only had five days to prepare to play you? I forgot I was on the show, dudes. <laughs> hey, you ain't forget. I'm just saying the that, same thing. That's, that's why dudes is, a, is a, an award-winning, uh, you know, host. He done went out and, and talked nine straight minutes about this game. I didn't you didn't even have to be at the game to see what happened in the game. You gotta paint uh, the picture for the people. I honestly. love it. And I love <laughs> it. I love it. Um, you know, well, first of all, one thing that you said early on, dudes, um, you talked about Josh Jacobs. He hurt his hand really Thank early you. in that game. <laughs> Thank like you. Really early in that game. And you saw him keep shaking it out. He kept shaking it out. And the fact that you still ran him 29, 27 times. Disrespect. Only for, for 99 yards. Um, that's ridiculous. And and Derek Carr, um, you know, only throws the ball 20 times. I and, think he only threw it six times the second half on team. Right. And Baker Mayfield, he 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 got to the Rams like 10 minutes ago, and he threw the ball 35 times. Um, you know, <clears throat> now let me say this. With Baker, the last time, Baker started headbutting his teammate down there in Carolina <laughs> when he didn't have no helmet on. The next thing you know, now he's playing bad and now he's sitting on the bench. So, <laughs> Mr. Mayfield, you need to be careful about hitting that noggin because, you know, Baker already a little off. And, yeah. you know, now you headbutting folks with 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 uh, NFL helmets on. But, you know, Josh McDaniel, I'm, I, I've never been a fan of Josh McDaniel. Uh, from the beginning uh you know i just i think he lost that game i think the raiders lost that game uh like you said so many mistakes max crosby doesn't make mistakes like that um but you're making those mistakes in critical times and it costs you the game baker mayfield didn't have anything to lose and it, it, to be honest if i'm sean mcveigh uh, i start wolford next game 
let him hand the ball off three times, and then in the next series to make it back. <laughs> the superstitious again. thing, <laughs> yeah, and let him come off the bench because apparently he plays better off the bench. Oh, um, but and then and then Josh McDaniels excuses and and oh we just lost the game. Yeah, you lost sure. the game, but you know I mean look as a Steeler fan, yeah we needed the Raiders to lose that game, and, and we played him in a couple of weeks. We hope Josh McDaniels you know does the same. Josh being Josh again, but you know, it just, that doesn't make any sense. And, and, and then you're right. You lost to a, to a coach that was, a, and you know, I'd rather lose to Baker Mayfield though, than, than Jeff Saturday though. Well, I only say I, I, I'd on, have to auntie. go opposite of you auntie only yeah. because Jeff Saturday wasn't even in the building. Like at least there's still the coach, the coaching staff was still there, right? The offensive coordinator, uh, Parks Fraser, who he hired, he's familiar with the offense. But he wasn't even the, the offensive coordinator then. He, he wasn't, but at least there's familiarity, right? I mean, they didn't know the playbook, Auntie. Yeah. <laughs> that, it, 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 with the Colts, they were still working off the same plays and the game plan that they had already built. Yeah, but still, you still got to be a head coach. Baker Mayfield's been an NFL quarterback for five years. And That's, Baker Mayfield this year, no, you know, his first game with to the Airbnb quarterback now, Auntie. His first game with the <laughs> with the Carolina Panthers was good too now but yeah. there's a reason Wait, it, that he had he's a good now second half in, the first half was bad right but there's a reason now that he's with the Rams there's right? a reason so, for sure you know, cuz cuz he's know, a little just, bit of a diva and cuz he he requested a release cuz he saw two teams that had a desperate need for a quarterback and his opportunity to get on the field so that he can actually try to show people that hey I'm. I have some talent. I'm worth uh, signing in the offseason. I mean, just imagine where Baker Mayfield would be if he didn't have this game or didn't have this opportunity to showcase himself with the Rams. Come on now, Come this on. Is he's going to be just where he is next year, perennial backup. <laughs> yeah, I, this is a perfect situation for Baker Mayfield because Josh McDaniels. Everybody knows he's got that photogenic uh, memory. You mean Josh uh, McVay? Josh McVay. Sean McVay. Sean McVay, yeah. Sean McVay. He's got that photogenic recall. So I I truly do believe that Baker Mayfield told him, hey, this play looks like this. This play looks like this. Um, You know, when he looked at the playbook, we used to call this this play. And I promise you, Sean uh, uh, um, Sean McVay altered his mind and called things that he knew. Because there's no way that Baker Mayfield – Two days of practice can go out there on a on a Thursday night game and execute the way that he did. Well, I mean, we got to think they probably they dummied it down. Right. And the one thing and Baker had an interview after the game, uh, you know, on prime and was saying that one thing that they the last thing that they did was go over the two minutes. And thank God they did. Right. Because that's how he was able to execute. You got to think his last two drives were practically two minute drives because they were down by two scores. So that was one of the one areas he was actually kind of comfortable in doing because that was one of the last things they went over. And, you know, when 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 it's something that you go over last, it's seared in your head more than everything else. So if you look at it, sometimes he had, he had that big, that big behind wristband that had, you know, printed out for him with all the plays. So, you know, the timing and everything during the middle of the game was slower, but at the end of the two minute, I think his recall came into it like, all right, we just went over this last night. I, I get what we're doing. And honestly, I think it was literally like three or four plays, Omar, because you saw him last night. And, and, you know, for the viewers or listeners, they can't hear or see what I'm doing. He kind of did like the repeat thing, right? Because I think they repeated a few of those yeah. plays, maybe even switched the sides of it. So, I mean, again, this I, I don't want to minimize what Baker Mayfield did because I don't know how many quarterbacks could have went out there. And, and again, the Raiders gave them an opportunity at the end, but still, yeah, you got to go out there and execute yeah. and, and make the play. So, who knows who what Baker Mayfield do, did? But the Raiders lost this damn game. You got to pass the ball more than six that. times. You got to pass the ball more than six times, and you know Baker's going to be Baker. And to be honest, that game tells me that next game you go in with a vanilla offense again with Baker because Baker has shown that, you know, the more he has to think, the the worse he plays. Mm, and, yeah. you know, I think maybe you give him a vanilla offense and you let him just go out and go. I mean, look, the Rams aren't going to the playoffs. Um, you don't have anything to lose. Let him go. Right. Let him go play. I think they will. And before we go to break quickly, should Josh McDaniel survive this after losing to the Colts and then losing to Baker Mayfield, being there only 48 hours? Yes. Um, he'll survive until they lose to the Steelers, then he'll get cut. Because I told you yesterday, dude, the Steelers I, is that team now. You lose now to them. They get rid of you. Uh, <laughs> Listen, while Auntie does have a very valid point, I don't think the Raiders have the financial feasibility yeah. to cut. Because remember, he got a big-time contract. He yeah. chose his GM. 
this guy, this guy Gelichek, like powers in this yeah. situation. Yeah, but Mark so, Davis got a lot of power out there too, and Mark Davis got a lot of money. Yeah, well, no, he's Mark Davis, to, do that. Mark Davis, Mark Davis yes, got he a do? cash strap right now. Mark Davis is the poorest NFL owner, Auntie. He Mark, on he Mark, on NFL welfare. Mark <laughs> Davis got some. Mark Davis got some money. Know how to run an organization? I'm gonna say that. What was the again? Omar, to your point, right? He, he was able to bring his close friend and make him the GM. So, will the GM essentially fire one of his close friends after one year? No, no, he, it's going to be a got, tall task. He's got, I, I think, think he's ahead of the GM. So, I, 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 he would basically it would have to come down to Mark Davis. This is not happening. Mark Davis is 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 the poorest of the NFL owner of all the NFL owners. He, he their money isn't tied into some other business. Their money is the Raiders organization. Yeah. And they got Vegas welfare to to support their stadium. So this is a situation. If he fires up, he eat that ten million dollars. I'm Jake Mintz, and I'm Jordan Schusterman, and we are the hosts of Baseball Barbacast, a Sirius XM podcast. Like Edwin Jackson, the ultimate journeyman, we are hitting the road next week, headed to San Diego for baseball's winter meetings. We're going to be bringing you two episodes a day of in depth and hopefully entertaining baseball talk. We'll be talking to the biggest names to get answers to the biggest questions, like who will sign Aaron Judge, and will Mike Farah notice that we're using his expense account? Download Baseball Barbacast on the SXM app, available with all. All of our trials and popular plans or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. For your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10th. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Life is a highway. And on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. Welcome back to I Am Athlete Tonight. I am your host, Lee J. Doolsable, with my squad, Auntie Chantel Trimmerton and Omar Kelly. We want to hear from you guys. Give us a call, 888-623-3646, 888-MAD-DOG-6. Should Josh McDaniels keep his job after losing to the Colts earlier this year with Jeff Saturday just getting there as a head coach and to the Los Angeles Rams with Baker Mayfield being the quarterback, getting to the Rams literally 48 hours before the game? Let's get into some of these calls real quick. We have Rhonda in Vegas. She wants to talk about the Raiders blowing it. Oh, Rhonda, hey, welcome Rhonda. to I Am Athlete tonight. Hi there. Yes, I, I definitely do not think he should keep his job. He has, he blew the end of that game. I don't understand why we didn't throw to Devontae. I don't understand why the holding calls were not called when there was holds against us, not against us, against them when uh, Max and Chandler Jones were going up against um, their quarterback. And yeah. I don't understand why in the world we stopped throwing the ball, period. In the Hello. second We don't get it either, Rhonda. We don't We don't. We don't either, Rhonda. We are we right with it. you. Appreciate you calling in, Rhonda. Um, the thing is, again, right, and she made a great point. Max Crosby was held every single play in that game, and they could have called holding every single play against him. But I, I blame Josh McDaniels. That's why I said this is a McDaniels yeah. issue, right? We talked about it, Auntie. Like, Josh Jacobs' hand 
messed up and you out here running the ball 17, 18 times with him in the second right. half. Like right. Devontae Adams had 71 yards at half. And, and you act like you got a baby. Right. You act like you got a baby at, at quarterback. Derek yeah, Carr can play quarterback. Literally been a Let pole bowler, played in the playoffs. The right. Let him throw the <laughs> ball. No question about it. So crazy. We'll go to one more caller and then we'll get on with the show. Zach L.A. wants to talk about Baker could be a good fit for the Rams. Mm. Rams. Uh, Zach, welcome to I Am Athlete tonight. That's what I'm talking about, Zach. Yeah, I was wondering about what you guys think about Baker Mayfield uh, in the next few seasons. Um, I think this performance tonight, which frankly, or last night, which frankly wasn't like his best on the field that we've seen from him, was enough to like just earn thoughts about him having a shot next year with the Rams. And uh, with his lack of Cooper Cup this season for the rest of the season, what like what's the what's the peak for him in performance, and what would be a good finish to the season? You think? Yeah, appreciate think, you calling in, Zach. Go ahead, Omar. I, I think I think Baker Mayfield is you know he's he's this he's the the pick poster boy for the entitlement era of of professional sports. Damn. Um, anything Omar? goes wrong, any situation that he doesn't like, um, he's complaining, he's crying about it, he's making a State Farm commercial about it. Um, and, and he's forcing his way out. So we've seen him force his way out of two teams this in, in one year. I have a hard time believing he's going to sign on to be the backup with the Rams. I believe that Baker Mayfield is going to find or cherry pick a situation that will put him in position to sort of reestablish himself and reemerge himself as maybe arguably a top 20 quarterback in the NFL. He ain't um, hardly a top 20 quarterback in the NFL. And you know that, Omar and dude. At the end of the day, I mean, I've, I've been saying it from day one, right, Omar? The thing about Baker Mayfield is he plays with so much emotion. And while it's good, and like I said, I said it, you're hitting your teammates in the head and you're getting them hyped up or whatever. But when things are bad, he goes the total opposite. And so mm. he sulks, he pouts, he says, I want out. I'm not, I'm not getting this. I'm not getting that. And so when the attention's on him, he's great. And and he did this in Carolina. He had a great first game or almost great first game. Mm. Um, and then go from there, started going wrong. And now it was everyone else's fault except his. And until yes. he take accountability, if I'm Sean McVay, I'm going after a quarterback that can come in here, sit, bit, learn a little bit behind Matthew Stafford, and that's going to be my backup quarterback, not Baker Makefield. No, nope. but you got you got to get that team ready, Auntie, for the for the time when Matthew Stafford is done. Because what does Matthew yeah. Stafford have? A season or two that's what, left? That's what I'm but, saying. You get but, one of these young kids, right? Well, this this is my. Thing, they don't y'all. have no draft assets, Auntie. Yeah. This is a team that that they, this is the fuck them picks team. Yeah. You, you you got somebody. Yeah, you can trade no, away. Th- to get this is my thing, Auntie. I think this is the perfect place for him. I kind of agree Ooh. with Omar Kelly and uh, what was my name? Roy, right? That's his name. I want to mess his name up. Um, because oh, Zach. That. I'm sorry, Zach. Zach. Um, because if you look at it, right, there's been rumors that Stafford could potentially be done, right? So you get Baker Mayfield the rest of these four games, right? Get him acclimated into the offense. And you, you get him on a deal like Marcus Mariota this last year, right? And you bring and him back. Where's Marcus year. Mariota? Where was Mar- Marcus Mariota last week? Yeah, I, on Baker Mayfield's a better passer than Marcus Mariota. I'm not gonna not gonna do, Thank do him you. like Mariota. Put some respect on that <laughs> He's man. A better runner. He's but a but better auntie, runner. you also you also have to take into accountability who the offensive coordinator head coach is, right? It's Sean McVay. If there's anybody that can take all that arm talent that Baker Mayfield has, that bravado and kind of you know, because he he's dealt with so many personalities on that team already, right? You got Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. These guys got big personalities. Von Miller, Odell Beckham, and he was able to bring the that team together. And when always been there, the, so these like coaches, if, if they crave coach, and love that moxie. Yeah, they want, he was selected number one because they love that moxie. They love the emotion that he played with Auntie. He just needs the right yeah. coach. That emotion that they loved and picking him number one was also the reason that he is out of Cleveland and out. Out of Carolina. Like I said, his emotions, the spectrum of his emotions are so high. And when you are the quarterback of a football team, you got to be stable. You got to be even keeled. Yeah. And the thing is, unless you're like, you better be like a Tom Brady who can jump in somebody's ass when things ain't going right. But then you got seven Super Bowls and, and Baker doesn't have that right now. And then you talk about Sean McVay has dealing with a lot of these personalities. You talk about Odell, you talk about Jalen Ramsey, you talk about Aaron, Aaron Donald, Donald, Ron Miller, mm-hmm. all pro, all pro, all pro, all pro. That's true. Baker Mayfield. You got us, Auntie. 
<laughs> but I'm just saying, I'm just, if there's anybody that can kind of table Baker Mayfield in and maybe get him to where that talent meets that personality, I would I would bank on it being Sean McVay. So honestly, I, I kind of agree with Zach. I, th- I think this was the perfect spot for him to go to. See the status of Matt Stafford. Where it's a situation where it was like Teddy Bridgewater or Jameis Winston, where he sits this next year behind Stafford and then takes over the mantle two years down the road. I think that could work for the Rams as well, too. Ain't they sitting too? Who? Bridgewater and... and uh... No, but the, well, they were starters after that, though, Auntie. <laughs> you remember saying, James started? Though? Yeah, Jameis started last year, remember, but then he got hurt. So, I mean, it's hard to put that in. Hey, play. man, you never he know. He was five and be... two until he got hurt. Yeah. He's, right? He has you a thousand in interceptions, too, though. Yeah, exactly. You, you never know who's going to be the next Geno Smith. Oh, oh Lord. <laughs> this is I Am Athlete. Tonight, I am your host, Lee J. Dudesable, with my squad, Omar Kelly and Auntie Chantel Trimmer there. And we've come to the portion of the show where me and Omar Kelly will have a nice little sparring boxing match via words, right? Now. Just like our, our teammate, Pac-Man Jones, who is fighting tonight in the rough and rowdy uh, fight in Providence, Rhode Island. Listen. If he get his ass whooped, y'all, I'm telling you, I'm coming on the show Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, <laughs> Friday next week just to talk to him. Oh, and I'm like, don't do you, pack like uh, that. <laughs> you got your ass whooped in 60 seconds. <laughs> you can't fight for 60 seconds. Well, it's it's three it's, one it's minute three round. one minute rounds, Auntie. Three one minute rounds. But so he you can't fight for 60 seconds at a time. It's, it's technically 180 seconds. A minute he fight may, is long, Auntie. He may get his ass whooped in that first round. You know what I'm saying? I believe in Pat. Look, look, I believe what, in Pat. What's his what's his record? Oh Lord! Oh, See, auntie, you out. You shot out. Hold on, wait a minute. Oh, you, 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 you get messy, Auntie. I'm you talking trash real to messy. Him. I, 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 you, they need somebody to attach to. Him. I'm not saying I don't believe in him. Yeah. But yes. what I'm saying is, can't lose if again. he get his ass whooped and he go to zero and two, you know what Cincinnati is in the Super Bowl. Oh. What the Bengals Personal. are in the Super Bowl. Personal. Um, I'm coming at him for a whole week. Get let's your popcorn push, ready. Let's push this for an auntie out here. She throwing haymakers. She throwing Woo! subliminal haymakers. You got that smoke. Verbal haymakers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but let's get into it, right? Big game Sunday between two young quarterbacks that will be tied together for their whole careers, right? Justin Herbert and Tua Tungavalo. And if you look at this matchup Sunday, um, and I believe they moved this game to the Sunday night game, right? Which I think yep. everybody's going to be excited about. Um, both of these Quarterbacks were under heavy duress last week, Omar. I mean, this was the first time that Tua Tungvaluwa, again, he missed two and a half games, essentially three games earlier this year. But he played a top-tier NFL defense. Not just top-tier. He played the number one defense in football. And it looked all great in the beginning, right? Omar, first play of the game, 75-yard pitch and catch to Trent Sherfield. Again, the RPO game puts linebackers in the bind. Trent, I mean, Fred took half a step forward, right? Trent Sherfield just ran a quick little hitch route. And just because he took that half step forward, he was out of position to, to get in that throwing window. Then the safety took a bad angle. And Trent Sheffield, speed kills, auntie. Speed kills. He took right. 75 yards to the house for a touchdown. But then what happened, Omar Kelly? The 49ers defense settled in. They, they're the number one defense for a reason. Fred Warner started making plays. But it was Nick Bosa, right? And, we, mm-hmm. and you've talked about this mm-hmm. ad nauseum. Teron Armstead not being there. And, and supposedly he's going to try to go again this week. But I don't think he'll be able to go. Um Eight minutes. He, he made, yeah, he was questionable last week, too. Ain't, no, ain't he was no, doubtful no, last week. He was questionable this week, no so questionable. he made progress. My thing is, they're they going to force that man out there, and he's, what, 33, 34 years old with a torn peck? It, it's going to mess him up, man. Uh, go ahead and, and get that thing. Fight. Now, I get it, right, because at that state in your career, if you can play with it, you go try to do it, especially if you feel like you got a team that can make some noise. But if you're hurting your team and doing more damage than good, and you yeah. don't hurt yourself even more, then why even be out there? But that's why they signed. Eric, Eric, that's why they signed Eric Fisher, and who hasn't it, played all year long. Ain't look, been look, no can training we, can, camp. can we he just was look? I have my popcorn over here ready. I'm ready. So let, oh, y'all let me get a sound like Can we get a sound Let me set the scene, and then we'll get into it. Right. So we're talking about, like, oh, again, after that 75-yard touchdown, the 49ers said in Nick Bosa, three sacks, uh, forced fumble that ended up being a touchdown. Tua Tungavaloa was high on some throws. He was late and behind on some throws. The one that Tyreek Hill hit his left, got picked off, and it was because he was under pressure, and he literally had been playing seven-on-seven seven the last couple of weeks because he was playing the bottom of the NFL defenses. Let's look at it, right? The Detroit Lions, the Chicago Bears, right? 
The Cleveland Browns, Auntie, this is the bottom of the, but you know that muck bottom of the barrel, you know, that's what he was playing against. Let's talk was, about Justin Herbert, right? Because he's gotten so much scrutiny oh, from Emmanuel Auden, Omar Kelly. Kelly. <laughs> he's a social media quarterback. Let's just look at the tape, Omar Kelly. His two top receivers have only played on T4. He combined 46 snaps the whole year. Let's see if Tua can play without Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill for, for, for most of the year and see what his numbers would be. Mm. Okay, let's go to the offensive line. Hold on. Let's go to the offensive line, Auntie. Rashawn Slater, all-pro left tackle. What, right. what happened to him, Auntie? Oh, he's out for the year, out. right? Right tackle, Trey Pipkins. He's missed half of the season. Eight games. Oh, Pro Bowl Corey Lindsley, the center. He missed most of the season as well. He should be coming back this week, but he missed last week. You know what, Omar Kelly? He got a sack fumble on him, the first play of the game versus the Raiders. But you know what he went on to do in that game, Omar Kelly? He threw for 335. He didn't lose a damn game because of him. He lost a game because the, the Chargers defense can't stop a nosebleed in the run game. All right. So as we look at this game, right, to me, this is going to be a shootout, right? Because Neither one of these defenses are good. I'm going to just be honest with you. They're not good. And Omar Kelly, we've been talking about this. Your Miami Dolphins, they just have not been able to run the football, which is alarming, right? Because we know the coach, right? Yeah. He, he was pivotal in the run game in, the in coach, San Fran. The offense, he, he's a run right. game. Oh, to me, this isn't about Tua having a bounce back game. If you're Mike McDaniel, you got to be smart. The Chargers can't stop anything in the run game. They've lost their four top defensive tackles to injuries. Run the damn ball. Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson between each other should have 35 carries on T. Literally. If Miami wants to win this game, that's how they're going to do it. Because I think this game is going to go down to the wire on T. And if you let Justin Herbert have that ball last, Tua going to be crying. Go ahead. Oh, please. Justin Herbert. Go ahead. The, 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 I think the difference, if you look at Justin Herbert, you look at Tua Tungvaloa, It's there's no comparison when you look at their build, arm strength, Intangibles, there is no there's no comparison. Yes, there's no comparison. You would take Justin Herbert, but there's one thing that he's missing that he lacks, and that's that it factor. Mike McDaniel. That it factor. (laughs) That's what it is, Auntie Mike McDaniel. That 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 boxy that allows him to elevate the talent around him. We have made excuse after excuse after excuse. Before you go, Omar, I gotta call BS. Let me finish. I'll let you speak. Right. We have made excuse after excuse about injuries, about his offensive line. Two had the same issues those first two years of his career. Still and did he go to the playoffs? Still, no, still had a win. How much? How many yards did he throw for? Uh, l- listen. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, Auntie. That's all. That's I'm all. Gonna all like, I'm gonna do like shit. I'm just, just drinking just myself. Throwing, you just keep throwing numbers at me. Like let's. Nah, let's I'm throwing facts it. at you. The numbers are facts, right, Auntie? Because numbers you the can't. Just, they're season, not opinions. They're facts, right? So <laughs> the majority of this season, once he came back from his concussion, Tua was the number one rated quarterback in the NFL. Playing which what? defenses? I mean, you want you want you you want to name them? I mean, you telling me that Justin Herbert hasn't been playing against some bottom feeders too? He has no bottom. He's in the AFC. Well, he has the rookie record. (laughs) Who set the rookie record for yards as a quarterback? Who has the most passing yards in the first two years of of playing in the NFL? Justin just, Herbert does. Oh, okay. Okay. I, did, I didn't oh, know. Sure. We, we we didn't know that, Omar. We didn't. Oh, we didn't know okay. that. Okay, and it, does he have a winning record? Does it? Does it? Does he? Does he? Does he okay, so his... how good is a winning record if you've never been to the playoffs? Oh, so Listen. they're in the same boat essentially. But the other quarterback is thrown for a, a, a immense amount of yards. <laughs> yes, <laughs> immense amount of, of yards. Injuries. Where's his touchdowns? What do you uh, mean? Okay, okay. Let me ask y'all a question. Let me ask y'all a question. I want both y'all to answer this because I don't care. Um, to be honest, I know we talked earlier about, you know, quarterbacks saying I'm going against a quarterback, Brock Purdy going against Tom Brady and thinking that is this a, because like you said, dudes, these two quarterbacks are going to be linked all the time. Correct. Is this a Tua against Herbert? Absolutely. Uh, 100%. (laughs) Because Justin Herbert, literally, like you said, auntie has the most passing yards in the first two years. For the longest, let's not forget, Miami Dolphin fans were sick these last two years, right? right? Yes, it's funny how winning changes things, right, Auntie? Because before that, I can't I believe we passed up on Herbert. We took to a tongue of Iowa, and it was right. tank for Tua. Let's not forget, it was tank for Tua. Absolutely. Now, for I'll Tua. say this. If they didn't have – if let, let, I, I, I said my question. I didn't finish my question. And, and as you're answering this, who do you think would be more successful? Tua without – Tyreek and mm. Waddle or Justin Herbert without 
Allen, and Williams. We have the answer already. I'm saying we know without we know Allen, the answer. Omar like, Kelly and his soul knows the answer. Mayo Acho knows the answer. Right. So, you know, I'm just because he hasn't had all of them and he's still like thrown that. for almost 3,500 yards this year. Right. I, you know, but Omar, two, what a guy. Two, matter of fact, Omar, you answered my question, right? Because you said, what's Tua's record, right? What was Tua's yardage last year without having those two top premier? And he actually had Waddle last year, but without Tyreek Hill, what was his yardage like? Uh, it was, was it anything it was, like Herbert's? Oh no! I mean, oh okay. No. Okay, but Herbert, when when it, when it's time for you, we'll see in the fourth quarter. A fourth quarter on Sunday at at, at probably about eleven o'clock. Oh, you mean like last week when he threw a a, a seventy yard touchdown on fourth and twelve? That's what you mean? Listen, Would two have been able to make that throw on the run? Probably not. Oh, oh, okay. okay. I, I just, that's well, I just you know, know. the, the crazy know. thing is that since y'all were throwing out stats real quick, I'm looking at the stats and. Um, Josh Herbert. I mean, um, Justin Herbert, Listen. without his two wide receivers for a majority of the season, has more completions, more yards. Only oh, we know that, but I mean, two did miss two games, Auntie. Only one less touchdown. Um, and I know he did, and, and but, he's been but, with Tyreek and Waddle the whole year. But but that's what I'm saying. You you he missed two games, right? Yeah. Okay, but how many games did did Justin Herbert's number one wide oh, receiver, God. one they, and two they, wide receivers they missed miss? combined together? Probably like a total of sixteen games combined with them. Yeah, I I, I think it's going to be a great game, Omar. You're my guy. I think that the Chargers win by about ten. Ooh, um, because because Auntie. Keenan's playing, because Williams is playing, Mike Williams is supposed Auntie. to come back. Corey Lindsley yeah. is supposed to come back. Corey Lindsley's coming back, like. And I just and you and know you what? ain't gonna have Teron Armstead or I mean Austin Jackson. I know you don't care. And about you know that. who I'm 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 a I'm a fan of Austin Eckler. Big. He's gonna be big out of the backfield. I'm a fan of him. I, and he, I think he's gonna be big out of the backfield. Luke and Riley's playing, gonna have to have a big game for Miami. Um, right. And the Chargers got, are playing at home, right? He got ex, he didn't. I want to say he got exposed because it's Christian McCaffrey, but Christian McCaffrey kind of you know in those matchups, you know, when McCaffrey did what he did. Listen, yeah, he did what he did. Omar, who so, wins? Austin Eckler has that same type of build, especially out of the backfield catching the football. So it's going to be a big game for Duke Riley. I'm I'm going with the Dolphins if Toronto. Of, of course you are. I, if, if, if Toronto if, Armstead plays, you say? If Toronto Armstead plays, yeah, I don't I don't think it matters just because I think he's so beat up. If he's if he's out there, he's gonna give he's gonna give them a chance. He um, coming back from a torn pack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, see, that, something and else too. Though. TJ is coming back from a torn he, he, pack. He had that, he's had that all season. He's had those all season. Like, yeah, but TJ Watt ain't been the worse same as the since season he came goes back. On. <laughs> yeah, TJ Watt ain't been the same since since he, him he trying to come back from that um pack injury. Like, and, that's and, and Watt actually season. sat out for a while. Right, <laughs> like yeah. he sat out for six Armstead games. hasn't really sat out. I mean, he's gonna give it a try, and I respect that. I think they have a chance if, uh, if they have. They're an elite team with Toron Armstead. They're not an elite team, and they could possibly fall out of the playoff picture if 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 he doesn't Ooh. play. Um, I, I really do think that this is the turning point to the season. The Dolphins are either going to the Super Bowl, if they the, beat the Super Chargers, Bowl. I'm just saying. Hear me out. Wait, time out. I how believe they have. To, a, how about we just get to the playoffs? No, no, no. Right. I believe they. I they believe they've got a good team. I believe they got a good coach. I believe they can. They can find the a running give game. Give it up, man. I don't know. What'd you say? The defense. The Super Bowl. <laughs> oh yeah. If, if 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 the Cincinnati Bengals got hot at this point exactly last year, I think the Dolphins can get hot too. Now, certainly they got some challenges because they play a lot of these AFC East teams and the Jets and the Bills and. And and uh, I think they're done with the Patriots. Oh, so you're saying sure. they played at some of the top defenses down the stretch. So we'll learn about this Miami team is what yeah. you're saying. Right. Uh, but okay. Armstead gives them a chance. And I'm I'm not a big believer in, in, in Herbert. Um, I know, you know you're a Herbert hater. Yeah, I am a Herbert hater. Uh, listen, <laughs> and I, I've been a Herbert hater since the draft. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad that he's accomplished what he's accomplished. He lacks, he lacks it. He lacks that leadership. He likes a presence that makes people want to follow him. And until you find that, I can't rock with you as my quarterback. But all his receivers love him. His running back, you ain't never hear them say nothing about any of that. They wasn't saying love when when I Am Athlete came out there on the tour. And and they they talked about how he needs to learn how to, uh, you know, call the defense and and identify, you know, make the calls. He's still a young quarterback. He's growing. I just think he's been hyped up way too much, and the reality is mm. he, he's 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 good. He's not elite, 
And yeah, he's been right now in the is elite. You Hold think two is elite? Two is still the number one rated quarterback in the NFL, Auntie. It, that, ain't, that ain't what I asked. There's a lot of quarterbacks ain't playing well. I mean, he Tom is, Brady's he playing like elite. he's a JV player right elite. now. Tua is he's elite. elite. He's elite. Tua is an elite quarterback. The accuracy after the after presence. half a season, he's elite. He's he's been a, he's been elite. He was elite at Alabama. There's would, a reason. Would he be, would he the be last elite? two years would before this year, he was elite. He, he was. When he got benched multiple times. He was times. dealing with some adverse situations. And, and no, no, no. And look, elite I elite quarterbacks Auburn. don't I deal with that. You do that. I, 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 <laughs> I went to Auburn, so I watched that Alabama games, and Al- Tua had more talent on his Alabama team than some of these damn NFL teams have on their team. So, but what I'm saying is that's what made him a great quarterback. If, Mm. if Justin, if Tua did not have uh, Waddle and Tyreek Hill, like Herbert hasn't had Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, there's no way we're talking about this conversation. No, no, no. He won last year without his starting quarterbacks. He won what? He won what? That's what I'm trying to say. Did he go to the playoffs? No, he didn't go to the playoffs. Didn't they start off like one and seven last year? And then they rebounded and 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 then who was the quarterback in between those times? Oops. I'm drinking my soda. What you talking about? Do we have to go to break? When they were losing, they were Jacoby. Didn't Jacoby win a few games? And then the year before, sure what happened? wasn't it? Wasn't it Fitz? Jo- don't start a year before that. Like, we oh, no, what you mean? No, you said he's been an elite quarterback. We got to right. start. No, 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 no. I said just, he's an elite quarterback now. You he just showed. don't. You can't be just elite after five games. Come on, you're now. tripping with that, Omar. No, Omar. Wow. You can't just put people in the elite category. Uh, my he guy. lost. He lost his first game last week, and now uh, y'all act like y'all must have forgot. We were okay. talking about Tua. No, for the we MVP. didn't forget the defenses he was no, playing. No, we wasn't talking about Tua for no MVP. We <laughs> oh wasn't. V was P H E E, not W E. Twos. Did we have this conversation? Do we? Did we have a Tua MVP conversation? I must. Have still, I think call. he's in there. I think Jalen Hurts is far above everybody right now. Absolutely. I think. Well, I actually think Patrick Mahomes is. So I think Mahomes is about ahead of Tua too right now. I am athlete tonight. It's part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. Support I Am Athlete tonight with a five-star rating and by leaving a review. That's a big deal, guys. Stop being lazy. Pick up your phones and leave a review and give us a five-star rating. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Want more? Catch the full two hours of I Am Athlete tonight, weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash IAA Tonight Trial to start your free trial today. SiriusXM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.